Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. We'll do a short meditation as a way of getting us into the mode of Shabbat. And um, once again, the meditation is going to be Parsha adjacent. Um, and in some ways, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a version of the meditation that I did uh, earlier in the week, but I'm, I'm going to change it around a bit. It's, it's playing with the, um, the hard and the soft of Pharaoh's heart, but, but, but playing with it just as a, a generalized concept. Um, so the, um, and linking it also to where we're, what we're about to hit in Tubishvat, but, but, but the meditation is not going to be nearly as clunky as that, but I want you to understand what I'm drawing it from. So on Tubishvat, we have a hierarchy of fruits based on how hard they are on the outside and therefore considered to be spiritually impenetrable, right? Like a, a coconut or a, uh, an orange, which you can't just bite into, uh, all the way to the utter softness of a berry where you could just plop in your mouth. And in between you have the um, fruits that have hard pits in the inside, like uh, a peach or a date or an olive. Um, so you can bite into them, but you, you, you hit a hard core uh, at some point. So in that hierarchy um, and in, in the Torah's discussion of hardening Pharaoh's heart, hard means blocked. Hard means you can't get through. Hard is an obstacle to your being open to the world and God and meets vote. And I discussed a version of this in a, in a Nigun and Nourishment session that Rabbi Chorney and I led earlier this week, actually yesterday, that elsewhere in biology and even in botany, hard actually means protection. Hard means the core seed from which life is going to um, emerge, right? That the, the pit the thing that you can't bite into in the fruit is the very thing that could produce another fruit, right? Which is if you, if you ever did the home, home-based uh, avocado tree project, right? Where you take the pit of an avocado tree and you, you know, you, you skewer it and you hang it over water. And eventually if you do it right, which I've never done, you get an avocado tree out of it. So the Torah speaks about Pharaoh's heart being um, chazak, strengthened or hardened or kaveid, heavy, as, as only a negative, and in that scene, it is, and that's our Parsha, but I wanted to go into hard and soft parts of ourselves, our bodies, and our spirits, and play around with that in a meditative mode. So that was, that's a lot of words, but the meditation is going to be lighter than that. Questions, comments? Okay. So, sometimes I can't wait to say the following words because it not only gives you instruction but it gives me permission to do that wonderful thing we're about to do which is to close our eyes you can sigh you're all muted so no one's going to hear you sigh and even if we did hear you sigh it's okay sometimes the difference between breathing quietly and allowing yourself as my colleague and our former intern rabbi ariel Wolpe shared on a meditation she led on a program yesterday try to breathe a note uh, might feel silly there's no reason for it to 
you might be instantly associating with Eastern religious traditions that seem foreign to you, chanting Om. That's okay. There's a reason why billions of people in the world ascribe to that way of expressing an inner burst. And singing is just a compilation of those, of breathing a note. So if we sing, then we're breathing a note. So you have my permission, my blessing, my invitation to allow some of your out-breaths to be a note. Not with the intent of making music, but with the intent of expelling the carbon dioxide with a bit more freedom, more of a full release. Allow your closed eyes in your mind to kind of wander through and around your body. Feeling gratitude and maybe even with your mind's voice expressing gratitude to the humble chair or couch cushion that's holding you up. The materials of the floor on which your feet rest. The simple engineering of furniture in a room that allow for the magnificent engineering of a human body to be positioned. And while you are focused on your body a bit, with your breathing brought a little bit from the background to the foreground, we're not going to completely focus on it, but it's a central part of every meditation. So make sure you're aware of your breathing. I want your mind to do sort of a scan of your body from a very particular angle. From the perspective of seeing the parts of you that are fixed, hard, brittle, unyielding, unbending. Mostly your skeleton. But I want you to identify with how Chazak, how strong, how kaved, how heavy and able to bear weight those hard parts of your body are. You can think of your spine and all that it does for you. When was the last time you thought of your femur? or your arm bones, your clavicle, your jaw. Those pieces with which you were born and have been growing ever since. They are alive. They are literally and figuratively your backbone. 
their hardness is what allows everything else in your body to be slack. We thank God for their unbending, unyielding design and also for the ways in which they can be flexible, how your straight spine can curve, how the interlocking hard components of your digits in your hand can work together like a symphony and grasp and clutch and maneuver nimbly. So in your body, if we were to say that God hardened your core, it would be a compliment. And now switch your focus to the opposite side of that that dynamic. The softness, the places where you are supple and flesh and movable. The mind can travel to any of those places, the puffiness of your toes, the flexibility of the skin around your knees and elbows that allow flexing. The places where society might think there's too much that is soft but all of which is you. You that deserves love and appreciation. Make sure as we are lingering on the softness that you are allowing the things that can be soft to be soft, particularly your belly, a reason to hold it in. Just allowing it to take the shape that it really wants to take. And then you can let your mind wander to the in-betweens not only the places where the hard parts of your body meet the soft parts of your body, but the parts of your body that are both. The cartilage that holds shape, but can bend. The tendons and ligaments, which are incredibly strong, but so very flexible and also vulnerable because if they are stretched too far, they will snap. We begin to have wonder for how all of these components work together 
and you can shift in your mind from your physiology to your character, to your person, the parts of you that are hard and brittle and unyielding. Parts of you which sometimes for that reason are obstacles in your achievements, in your relationships with others. And sometimes those various parts of you which protect you, keep you who you are, define you. bones of your character. And finally, you can move your mind's eye to the other side of the coin, the flesh of your character. The pieces of you that are soft and movable and supple and yielding and bending sometimes to great effect, allowing you to move through a changing world with agility. And sometimes so soft, so pliable, that you bleed out of yourself and you no longer know who you are. We can linger for a few more minutes of quiet on how hard and soft, firm and supple are dancing a waltz in our bodies, in our lives, And we can identify even with a pharaoh who wakes up one day with a stiffened heart and the next day with a melted soul.
when you're ready, you can open your eyes. And I'll share the closing prayer and we'll say it together. Three times. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.